Hey everyone, it's uh, it's Jake here, and welcome to Jake's Stories by the Campfire. This is best listened to when you're nice and relaxed with some alcohol in your hand, and you're just you're just vibing through life. So I just want to start this out by explaining like what my podcasts are going to be about. They're going to be stories of my life, stories about my friends' lives, or really just about anything that I want to talk about. I'm going to have some friends come on and talk to me about whatever they want to talk about, guys, girls, politics, sports, whatever it is that they want. I may even do a monthly special where I tell a cool, a cool story about something that happened in history or talk about some cool myths that I like. I don't know, just whatever I feel like talking about, you know? I just want to use this as a place for people to learn from what I've done and for people to try and relate to what I'm talking about. There is a trigger warning, whatever, whatever that's supposed to mean, um, because I will be using curse words and my political views will probably upset you. And sometimes the content we're discussing might be sad. So, you know what, like, listen if you want to listen, but listen at your own risk. So, for my first ever podcast, I want to tell you all about my summer going into college. This was just, like, a dope time. And, uh, you know, I just want to tell you guys about it. It was also kind of a rough time, but, like, I feel like the fun and the roughness kind of balances each other out. But, uh... Anything that I say in my podcast, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. Like, it'll most definitely probably make me out to be a bad guy. But I just want people to, like, learn from me and just try not to be me and try not to do the things that I did. But also, you know, but, like, also, you know, maybe you want to do some of the things I've done. I've done some pretty cool things and, you know, I don't really have many regrets in life, so... Like, I just want to tell you guys about them, that's all. But, uh, so I'm going to start out the story with um, graduation ceremony, because that's really when my summer started. But uh, graduation ceremonies suck. They're boring, and literally anyone that's gone to one can tell you that. I had to go to my sister's. That was even more boring, just being in the audience, and uh, they're really not a good time. But um, my friend Dylan, I, I changed everyone's name. I'm going to change everyone's name and every story that I tell just because I don't really have their permission to say their name. So I'm, we're going to call him Dylan. Um, we pre-gamed really hard for this. Like, we got there 20 minutes early. We sat in the car and just started drinking right out of the handle. Like, we were going to have a good time for this graduation. I mean, it was awesome because me and Dylan, we had such a long-standing tradition of pre-gaming things for school. <laughs> I mean, if any high school or te- if any high school teachers ever listen to this, like, I'm sorry, but, like, yes, if you thought that we were just messing around, no, we were really just drunk and we were just having a good time in your class. Um, sometimes we did, we definitely did go a little overboard, but um, but this time we were like straight vibing for like the whole ceremony. It was awesome. Then all of a sudden I was walking across the stage and it was over. But uh, yeah, I like left right after that. I took a couple pictures of some family and friends. Totally just did not get a picture with my girl thing, Amanda. Um, so girl thing because we liked each other and she just did not want to be my girlfriend. Just so like we're all on the same page about like what that means. Um, but uh, yeah, just, just didn't care enough at the time to take a picture with her. And her best friend, Tali, who I became, you know, like, relatively close with throughout our, um, our relationship or whatever it was. 
But uh, yeah, I just drove my sister and I home. My dad and his girlfriend went out to eat. And then uh, when we got home, my sister went went out to hang out with her friends. And um, I was just chilling out in my room, playing my guitar, drinking some, you know, celebratory whiskey. You know how it is. But uh, yeah, I don't really remember who asked who, but uh, me, Amanda, and Tolly just decided to hang out that night. So we met up at the Kroger parking lot. I bought some waters and uh, we chilled in my car and we was just like, you know what? Like, you know, fuck it. Like, it's 1230 in the morning, but let's go to Chattanooga, Tennessee. So we just went for it. Um, God, like, that was like peak happiness right there. Love driving. I was, uh, you know, really into Amanda. Tali was awesome, but she fell asleep. And um, that was the first night I held her hand. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we'd been in the thing for like two weeks. But uh, that was the first time. I'm just not a big hand holder, but uh, it was dope. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, we ate there. We ate this little, like, 24-7 diner that was, like, right inside the city. It was, like, a cool place. Really sketchy, though. Like, that city is really not a safe place. Even... I think it's more unsafe than Atlanta, but um, you know we ate and then uh, we just drove straight back home, listening to uh, "In the Summertime" by Mungo Jerry, like such a such a solid song. I highly recommend it. But uh, yeah, that that was just like a dope ass night. But uh, it was all downhill from there with Amanda. But uh, but she's not gonna be the focus of this. She's a she's a story for later. Um, so my friend James and I had been playing this road trip for like a month and a half and it was like, it was dope as shit. Like I can't even describe like how cool it was, but uh, yeah, that was going to start on uh, July 1st at 3am. But, um, oh shit, wait, I forgot. <laughs> I went to freaking Costa Rica before all this started. Um, like right after graduation in between the road trip. I don't even know how I forgot that. Um, but yeah, like if you guys can go there, then like go. Like the zip lining, cave diving, it was just such a dope, like, like God, I can't even describe how cool it was. That was my dream vacation. Um, rappelling is so hard, but like it's so cool because I felt like a Navy SEAL or some shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we just would go on an adventure, an excursion or whatever you want to call it, and uh, get back to the room, take a like, nice little nap go out to eat and like just get drunk as shit eat some good food like pretty solid alcohol like it was solid um i gotta pet a monkey not legally because like costa rica please don't arrest me but yeah you weren't really allowed to touch the animals but the monkey was like right there and like monkey's my favorite animal so i was like bucket like coochie coochie coo and uh dude i swear me and that monkey we have a connection still. Like, sometimes I feel like we're thinking about each other. Like, in our dreams or something. I don't know. But, like, we definitely, like, we soul bonded. Like, in that episode of Rick and Morty with the dragon and Rick. Like, me and that monkey, we soul bonded, you know? I, uh, I saw a sloth as well. Dude, those things are so weird. Like, you would think that they're, like, cool animals, but no. Like, they're lame. And they just, they don't do anything. And moving from, like, tree trunk to tree trunk or like branch to branch takes freaking forever man like it was ridiculous um i just saw these like <laughs> there were these little squirrel things all over our resort or like hotel whatever um they're like oh, what are they called i think like kawatis or something like that kawatis i don't really know but um god there were like whole families of them just everywhere and it was weird um <laughs> one of them actually got stuck on our porch table 
and uh, like a little baby got stuck on the porch table and like it, its parents came over to like try and get the baby out but like they couldn't and I was like trying to go in there and be like oh like like I got the kid like don't worry like I'll, I'll help y'all out but like I was scared they were gonna attack me if I went to like reach for the little kid so I ended up just like picking up the table and just like putting it on putting it on the side so the little thing could like get out I don't really know what happened but there was like a housekeeper like across the way and I was like oh like you know por favor I you don't know so like whatever I said and um god she just laughed and like walked away i was like really like you're just gonna like leave us with these and not help us out but um that was just that was funny because weird i was like drunk as shit and like like i just didn't know what to do but um then later that night i saw an armadillo like that was not what they look like it's just not what i was expecting them to look like I, i don't really know how to describe it but their ears are just so weird and i like wanted to touch it but i got scared and i like you know i bitched out a little bit so like, I, I didn't end up petting it but um yeah those things are cool like i would i would definitely have an armadillo as a pet if they were like kind of fun you know what i'm saying but um you know that, that was a that was really a solid trip like that was fun and uh like an even better part was um this is my first time that was my first time ever flying first class like yo like you don't even understand i I have been to, like, a lot of different countries, and, like, I've had, like, 13-hour plane flights, and I was in economy for those, and, uh, I mean, this, this plane flight was only three and a half hours, so, like, you know, it was, like, bougie, but, like, not that bougie, but, um, yeah, I mean, the flight attendants were, the flight attendants were serving me alcohol at 30,000 feet, like, can it get any better than that? But, uh, yeah, that was, that was, the whole thing was just a good time. Um, before I get into the road trip, I, I want to talk to you guys about the love of my life. All right, so so this dog's name is Coco, right? And uh, we were we were dog sitting Coco. It was one of my sister's sorority sister's dogs or whatever it was. But um, like as soon as I met this dude, I like fell in love with him, and um, they definitely took him away way too fast. But um, like I can't even describe how well we bonded. I knew him for. I don't know, like, it was, like, three days or four days at this point, and, um, we had, like, a little, a little party or something at our house, and there were, like, a bunch of us, Amanda, Tolly, and James came over, and, um, you know, I mean, my sister's friends, like, at the party, they all, like, like, they passed out way too early, so we were just, like, we're not really tired, we were, like, kind of bored, so, um, we went to Piedmont Park in Atlanta, and, um, we took the dog with us, and, I was so drunk, I just forgot the leash. I, I didn't drive. Someone someone who was sober drove. Um, I just forgot the leash. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't want to carry him. So I just put him on the ground. I was like, please don't run. Like, you know, like we're in a city. Like, I'm never going to find you. And um, I put him on the ground. And he just sat there, like, waiting for me to walk. And I started walking. And he just, he just walked right next to me. I knew the dog for four days in Piedmont Park. Like, that place is massive. It was two in the morning. And he was there without a leash. And I knew him for four days. Like, what? Like, how could I ever give him back? Like, that was that was a dream come true. But, um, I don't know. He, he was just so cute. And, like, every morning he would climb into bed with, like, me and Amanda. Or, like, if I was alone, it would just be me. And he would just wake me up. And um, I would take him out to go pee. And I would just go right back to bed. And he would just snuggle with me. Like, I, I just... 
I, I can't. Like, I, I just can't describe how much I miss him. You know, I, I want him back. Like, I, I should have just kept the dog, tell him that he died or whatever, and I uh, just kept him. But uh, my sister wouldn't let me do that because she's, uh, she's a lame Um. Anyway, but yeah, my, uh, my trip with James, like, <laughs> you guys can't even fathom what we went through and, like, how much fun it was. We, uh, so we, we were going to leave the first at 3 in the morning. So Tolly was house-sitting this really nice house. Like, it was somewhere in, in Metro Atlanta. I don't really know where. But, um, you know, so, so me, Tolly, James, and I think two other people or something, we decided, we were like, you know what? Like, let's party on the 29th. Because so, that was, like, probably, like, the last time we were all going to see each other because on the 30th I had a pack and stuff. So, like, let's party the 29th. So we partied the 29th, and I was like, dude, like, I have trouble sleeping. Like, I'm going to pull an all-nighter. That way, like, there's no way the 30th at 7 o'clock I can't pass out. So that's what I do. And I pull an all-nighter. Um, and then the next day, I try to go to sleep at 7.30, something like that. And I just can't fall asleep. So I'm like, what is going on? So I decided to take two Benadryl. And I still cannot fall asleep. I was just so excited and just like so much adrenaline or whatever was going on. But like, I just couldn't sleep. So I just stayed awake till 2.30 in the morning. Packed my car up and just just drove on over to James's house. But uh, this man, when I went to pick him up, was still asleep. Like how, how, oh my God. So I didn't know what to do. I called him six times. I texted him. He was just not answering me. So what I did was I walked around his house, opened his back door, basically broke into his house, walked into his room, woke him up. And he was like, what? Holy shit. Is it three? I literally fell asleep 30 minutes ago. So like me and him, we were both dead. So I told him, I was like, listen, man, like, I'll take first driving shift. Like, you go in the back and you just pass out because, you know, it was just us two. So he had the whole back seat to pass out and just lay down. So that's what he did. And, um, you know, and, and I drove until the man woke up, which was 10 in the morning. So I drive from 2.30 in the morning to 10 on no sleep in like two out in two days. I probably took like a nap or something like a quick little nap. But, um... Uh, it pitched black and I was listening to music in my headphones so he wouldn't wake up. So like I was just like on my own, like totally dead. I don't know how I stayed awake. It must have been adrenaline or excitedness or something. But um, I at like 1030, I was finally like, dude, like if I keep driving, like I will fall asleep and we will die. So I switch and uh, I go in the back and I just pass the fuck out. But, um, you know, like, I, I don't need sleep because, uh, you know, James gets pulled over because he cut off an undercover cop. Jesus Christ. Now, James, if, if you're out there listening, I, I don't think I ever told you. But after that, I was like, oh, my God, my Julia. Julia is my car's name. Like, she almost got hit. He described it, and he was like, we were so lucky we didn't get hit. But I was, like, so pissed. I was like, oh, my God, like my baby, you, you almost got my baby hurt, you know, so I told him, I, I, like, slept for a little more after that, and then I got up, and I was like, all right, like, I'll drive again, and I shit y'all not, like, James only drove two other times during this whole entire road trip, so, like, I'm sorry, but, like, it was kind of my road trip, and, like, James was a passenger, <laughs> um, kidding, no, he, he, he helped a lot, but, um, 
Anyway, uh, like after 13 hours, we get to Amarillo, Texas, only stopping for gas. Like the entire road trip, we never took a bathroom break, never really took a food break from driving. Like we stopped for gas and we stopped for gas. We went pee. And like that was all we did. Like we made freaking fantastic timing the whole time. Weather beautiful. Like we had such good conditions. It was fantastic. But, um, you know, and, and we get to we get to Amarillo and uh, we go to the Big Texan. If y'all if y'all don't know what Big Texan is, it's it's a very famous restaurant in Amarillo. It's got like this food challenge. You eat a seventy two ounce steak, a salad, a shrimp cocktail, and a baked potato in an hour. And like the food, okay, like I didn't do that. I really wanted to, but I just didn't. But um, holy crap! When they say Texan food is good, it is good. Like. Oh, I can't even describe it. It was beautiful. I, oh, oh. it's like just thinking about it really just it makes me want to drive back there. But um, anyway, like I, we went back to the room after that. I just passed out. And I think James might have read his book or whatever. But, uh, you know, we, we get up at nine the next day and we just drive to Albuquerque. And um, we go to Petroglyph State Park. And then we go to the Petrified Wood National Park in uh, Arizona, which is literally so cool. Like, that place is so underrated. It was such, it was, oh, Jesus, it was so cool. But uh, we actually stole one, right? So we steal one, and we're driving out of the park. And it, we, we see a sign that says, Custom Stop Ahead, Prepared to be Searched. And we were like, holy shit, like, they're going to know that we stole one. But uh, so we, like, get out of the car, and we, like, hide it in, like, random things. We had it in my backpack, I think. Or his backpack. I don't know what it was. We just take everything out of the backpack, put it in there, and like cover it up or whatever. It was just so funny. And then uh, we just keep driving, and there's no custom stop, no nothing. I was like, really? Like y'all are y'all are some little tricky tricksters, if you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah. So we smuggled out a piece of fossilized wood. That was such. That was so cool. But um, we gave it to her. We ended up giving it to her science teacher. So he forever has a fossil sitting on his desk. Which is, which is kind of cool thanks to, uh, you know, me and James. But um, anyway, so we keep driving. We end up going to Sedona, which is d- d- such a cool place. It's got, it's got like these cliffs and these like not really canyons, but they look like Grand Canyon type of things. It's such a cool place, especially at sunset. Like if you guys are ever in Arizona, please go there. Like so cool. But uh, yeah, then we make another hour and a half drive to uh, Flagstaff. That's where we stayed the night. And um, that was uh, that was my last call to Amanda, like the entire trip, and you know, like my entire like life. But um, but last we uh, we woke up at I want to say two in the morning or two thirty. It, it's one of those, and uh, we we just drive to the Grand Canyon, which is like a two hour drive, something like that. And we get there at four in the morning, and we're like the only people in the whole park. It was just, it was just awesome. But, uh, you know, by the time, by the time, like, the sun rose at 7 in the morning, there were a bunch of people there. But, you know, like, we got the real sunrise, you know. They got the sun perching over, like, the canyon, but we got, like, the light coming over. It, it was awesome. But, um, you know, then after that, we, we just went off. We went, like, away from, like, paths, and we just started climbing random rocks. Like, yeah, we were, we were the idiots that would just stand on the side of the cliff and like pretend to like hang off not really hang off but like we we are the dumb tourists that die like i think it happens like once or twice a year in the grand canyon or something we yeah we're like those um uh, anyway but um 
we leave and then we get to the car and we go to like Zion National Park. I, I pass out and I let him drive. This was like the second time out of three that he drove. But um, he's going through Utah and what he, just seeing awesome stuff is what he told me. And uh, the stuff I was awake for, holy crap, Utah's, Utah's awesome. Like, I would gladly live there. I mean, I'm sure the skiing's great, but the summertime, like, the landscape and just, it's, it's postcard. Like, it's postcard shit. Like, I can't even tell you. Um, so, in Angel's Landing, or uh, in Zion National Park, we do the Angel's Landing hike which is, you know, it's, it's considered to be the most dangerous hike in the United States. You know, no big deal or anything, but we did that. And uh, we only had six water bottles. It was, uh, it was like a five-hour hike. So, you know, just just imagine what that's like. Most dangerous hike, six water bottles, five hours. After coming back from the Grand Canyon at 4.30 in the morning, we were just dead. So just just keep this keep this in mind. But, um... Like, as I was, as we were hiking, we were like, dude, why is this so, like, dangerous? And then we got to the actual hike, and we are like, holy shit. Like, you're on top of the mountain, and you're, the only thing stopping, the only thing that, like, saves you is this metal chain that they just have along the path. Like, there's no, there's really no room for error. If you slip, you're dead. Like, if you can't hold on to the chain, you're dead. Like, it's just like that, and it was, hoofah. But, uh, you know, that, that hike killed me. That was, like, the inclines and the switchbacks were insane, and I'm just not really about that. But James, James was a fucking trooper, bro. He just demolished it, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, we, we left Zion National Park, and we went to uh, Death Valley. We went to Death Valley, and uh, we checked into our hotel, and we just passed out. Dude, it was such a weird hotel. They had a petting zoo. In the middle of the desert, they just have a petting zoo, and it was just like, I felt bad for the animals because it was just such a, such a weird hotel. They had like a pool, but it wasn't. It was like an oasis with this like barn animal thing. I, it's just the weirdest, weirdest conglomerate of things I've seen in like a long time. But um, yeah, we wake up next morning and we go to uh, Death Valley National Park. It was like a hundred and two degrees at eleven in the morning, so. Yeah, we were in for a bit of a doozy on that one. But uh just honestly a dope place. Like there's nothing there, but it was cool. Just it was cool that there was nothing there. I don't really know like how to describe it, but um you know, and and uh, we explored an abandoned mine that was just out there in the desert. I think it used to mine for gold, which is kind of cool cuz like like there was actual like mining equipment and stuff there and we just like went on it and we were like holy shit, like we're the only ones out here for probably six miles like you could see in every direction six miles and we were definitely the only people out there but um yeah and then uh then we went to the saltwater basin in death valley national park which is the lowest lowest point in the united states and uh when we came back from that my car was at 116 degrees when we got back in it that sucked but uh before we got back to the car we went out like so far in the basin I have no like, I still to this day have no idea why we did this. We had no water, no nothing with us. It was like a twenty minute, fifteen minute walk out there, and we stood out there for a while, like taking pictures, just sitting there, like listening, because it's it's silent, like there's no noises other than you, and it was it was awesome. But um, all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, like we gotta go, we're, like we're gonna die, 
and on the way back, like, we both started getting, like, really fuzzy and stuff, like, like, we were definitely dehydrated, but, um, like, if I didn't tell us to go back when we did, you know, I, I don't know if I'd still be here today, but, uh, no big deal or anything, saved our lives, but, um, I digress, we, uh, we drive back to our hotel, but, uh, oh, wait, okay, okay, wait, let me, let me, let me tell you guys about this, so we go, we are starving, so we go to the one place open that, like, is selling food, and it's a pizza place, so we order pizza, we wait about, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, and she comes out and goes, oh, wait, they burned your pizza, I'm sorry, I'm like, I spent $25 on the personal pizza, and you're gonna burn it when we're the only customer out here, and then she doesn't even give it to us for free. She just goes, sorry. And just goes, it'll be another 20 minutes, 25 minutes until it's done. I was like, are you kidding me? So we wait 45, 50 minutes for this freaking pizza. Not even that good. And I, I, I just, oh my God, I was so pissed. But uh, that, w- that was meltdown number one. I, I had a couple mel- meltdowns on this trip. But that was, that was a big one because I was pissed. I was hungry. I was thirsty. I was hot. I was tired. God, it was July 4th, and I was like, oh, my God, like, come on. But um, we get back to the hotel, and we're like, it's, it's 7. What do we want to do? It's 4th of July. Like, we got to do something cool. And um, if you guys don't know this, but uh, Death Valley is actually an hour and a half drive outside of Las Vegas. So we were like, dude, let's just go to Las Vegas. So we just drove to Las Vegas for the 4th of July. And, oh, my God. Like, I mean, we, we hit all the famous spots, like, did all the sightseeing or whatever, but that place is so cool. Like, if you're 21, go there. Like, it's awesome. It, it's such a cool place, but there were just so many people. I think it was because it was the 4th of July, but it was funny because we were just seeing people walk down the sidewalk with, like, handles in their hand of alcohol and just, like, sipping on it. I'm like, wow, this is my dream place. But, um, yeah, so so we finally find a place to uh, to eat. So this little Italian restaurant in a hotel. You know, we we drink a little. We have we walk around some more, and uh, we just like we just people watch. Like, it was it was a fun time. But um, then we were like, all right, let's leave. Like it's one in the morning. Let's go. And we were both just fucking dead. Like, holy crap! I was uh he we literally got in the car and he passed out. Like just like that. I was gonna switch halfway through, but. I, like, couldn't even wake him up. And um, there was, like, no reason why I should have stayed awake. Literally, the only reason I stayed awake is just because I was on my... Yes, I was texting and driving. I'm sorry. But it was also a straight road for about 50 miles. No curves, no hills, no nothing. And I was the only person on the road. And I'm sorry, but, yes, I was texting and driving to stay awake. So I was just sitting on my phone, like, typing out, like, a giant paragraph about what I did for, like, the whole week to it. And I sent it to Amanda. Like, that was definitely the only reason why we lived. Like, without that, just dead. I would have fallen asleep. Um, yeah, so then the next morning we wake up and we drive to uh, Yosemite National Park. But, like, the out, the line to, like, get in was, like, an hour, hour and a half. And we were like, no. Like, we're, we're not doing this. So, you know, we parked the car somewhere. We have like, a bunch of empty water bottles, because we were going to fill them up, like, in the, in the park, they always have water bottle filling stations, so, um, but we just set off on our own, and we found this little spring, so we, we put our water bottles in there, and we just drank spring water, like, thank God for no parasites, 
But uh, Jesus, yeah, my life straw wasn't working, so we literally just drank stream water. And, uh, you know, we, like, free climbed. Like, it was it was scary, and we, we beasted out. Like, yeah, it was cool, but uh, getting down was tough because we... James was like, let's not go the same way we went down. Like, let's not go down the same way we came up. Like an idiot. Like, never do that. Always go down the same way you came up. You know it's safe, and you know you can do it. So... We just ended up taking this random path down, and like, it was it was it was rough. Like, we legitimately had to like slide like a solid. I don't even know. Like it was like a ten meter drop, so we just slid on our butts, and just like slid down the rocks, and like it was. I seriously have no idea how I did it. All I knew was we gotta get down this mountain. This is the way to go, and oof, that was rough. But uh, he cut himself, and then like we got back to my car. I um I patched him up because. I'm a cool dude, like, you know, what can I say? Um, then we drive to uh, Lake Tahoe, where his, I think it was his aunt or something, had a little cabin, but um, it was actually it was actually a nice cabin. I was, I was surprised, because, you know, it's California, and I hate California, so I didn't think anything there was nice, but it was a nice cabin. Lake Tahoe's awesome, like, just such a beautiful place. Um, yeah, so then next day, we... Uh, think we go to cupertino the next morning but uh you know like fuck california like it's it's awful um we we were at a diner for lunch and all i wanted was a straw because i'm not gonna put my lips on some nasty glass that like is a diner glass you know like i don't i don't like i, I worked at a restaurant i know how they clean their stuff but um you know so ask for a straw and in california you have to ask for straws or else they won't give it to you I had to ask four different times. And when they finally did bring it to me, they were like, oh, here's your straw, sir. And, like, the whole entire restaurant just turned around and looked at me. I was like, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, like, fuck your sea turtles. I care about my germs more than I care about the sea turtles. My one straw isn't going to do anything, all right? Like, chill out. Um, but, yeah, traffic there, it really is bad. And everyone really is sensitive. Like, it, uh, Jesus. Anything you hear about California is true. I'm sorry, it's just true. But, uh, yeah, so we were stuck in traffic next to... The, I, this is, like, the one funny thing I remember from California. We were stuck in traffic next to these two... I'm assuming they were gay. They Just from, like, what I'm about to tell you. But uh, I just kept staring at them. And, like, any time, like, I would drive forward, they would, you know, like, eventually catch up. And I would just still stare at them. But, uh... One time, I just do a little with, like, my tongue and, like, my face or whatever. And then the dude, they, they both just looked so offended and, like, flicked me off. And I was like, Jesus, dude, like, relax. Like, that was just messing around. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was a gay slur or whatever. But, you know, Jesus. But, yeah, we hit, we hit in and out And, um, you know, I mean, Cupertino was fun. Pier 39, I mean, it was fun. But, like, I, it's nothing really special. But, um... Jesus Christ, guess, get get this. So we are, so we're staying in James's aunt's house, right? And um, she gives us the address and it's the wrong one, right? It's not really like a, you know, it was like 1248 and she gave us 1249. No, she gave us like 1238, but it was really like 1132. Like, like not even close. So we knock on the door and it's just Asian dude. And James just goes, uh... Are you my uncle? <laughs> and he goes, well, I didn't have any kids, so, like, I hope I'm not your uncle. 
even though that like doesn't really make sense, but yeah, so like then we we asked him where they live and he was like, Oh, she lives right there. Like I I and and his aunt and uncle aren't dumb. Like they graduated from Harvard and Vanderbilt, so I seriously have no idea how how they even did that. But I mean it, it is what it is. But um I mean they were they were like his aunt and uncle were really cool, like they're nice, but Jesus Christ they talk so much. Like, oh my god. I uh like I like I was kinda hoping that they would just be like, Oh, like you guys are like visiting but like I don't wanna talk to you but no. Like like I figured they would talk to James because, you know, his family. But they tried talking to me too. I was like, Really? But uh yeah, then we go to sleep, we wake up and we were gonna go we were gonna watch the US women's World Cup final first and uh so in the middle of it, James goes, I'm gonna take a shower while his aunt and uncle are sitting right next to me talking to me. I was like, Are you serious? Like, you're really gonna leave me for them just to chat me up? And they did not stop talking the entire shower. So you best believe James got an earful and a half. I was so pissed. Oh my god. But uh yeah, that, that day we went to um San Francisco. Honestly a really cool place. Like seriously, like a cool city. Too many hills, though. Too many hills. But we went to this hat store, and uh, we found a couple cool hats. Dope hats. Like, really dope hats. And uh, Chinatown, their food there. Oh, God, so good. Can't even just go to Chinatown, San Francisco. It, it was good. Like, you know the Chinese food's going to be good when the waitresses and, like, the waiters don't even speak English and they only speak Chinese. It's good when that happens. Um... Yeah, but then we get back, and I just I said, James, like, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to your family. I'm just going to go to bed. So I just sat in the room. I think he talked to them for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then he was like, yeah, like, we're leaving at 5 in the morning, so I uh, don't expect to see us again. I was like, thank God. So uh, we wake up. We leave at 5 in the morning. Then we go to uh, Crater Lake. Listen, you, you guys will never really hear about Crater Lake, but it is such a cool park. Like, it is so under underestimated about its, its beauty and, and, like, the awe that it has. The lake itself was so blue. Like, so, so, so turquoise blue. Like, I, I, like for a lake, like, not really clear blue like some, like some of the oceans in, um, like, the French Polynesian Islands and New Zealand and stuff. But, like, turquoise. I can't even describe the color blue. I I just don't know like what it what the color is. But it was just oh my god, it was beautiful. But uh, yeah, we were actually gonna camp there, but uh, we just they closed every hiking path, so like there was nowhere for us to camp, and uh, there were just so many mosquitoes. And we're like, no, we can't. But uh, we really wanted to hike there. But the, since they closed everything, I was just so mad. Me and him literally had a meltdown in the parking lot. Like, both of us at the same time just going off on Crater Lake. Not even each other. Just, like, on the park. And everyone around us was just like, yo, like, are you guys okay? Like, yeah. Like, are you guys all right? And we're like, yeah, like, we're just pissed. And they're like, okay. Like, chill out, bro. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's Oregon. So, you know, they were all just high. Um, but, yeah, we leave and we find this, like, rinky-dinky little motel inn type of thing. But it was awesome. Like, they didn't even have a vacancy. The lady canceled a reservation for us. And um, it was cool. Like, it was actually a really nice place. And we just watched the movie and just passed out. But, uh, yeah, 
then um we go and we were like our next stop we were gonna stay in portland but uh one of my like second like my second dad basically he uh he called a favor from one of his buddies that basically owns mount hood and um he like set it up set us up with a penthouse and like free tickets to their little adventure park and stuff and i was like holy crap like that's awesome and uh, we get there and the lady at the front desk is like have your name i was like seagull she's like oh like you're a little early i was like oh like, i don't know someone called me asking when i'd be in and i told them like 12 and you know it's like 12 30 so I, I don't really know what's going on we'll go get food and like wait for it to be ready and she was like all right but uh, i get a call from her about 15 minutes later and she goes oh this is this is Mr. Siegel, right? And she was being so rude to me, like at the front desk. I was like, I like, I don't, I don't really care for this right now. But then she goes, "Is this Mr. Siegel?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, who is this?" And she was like, "Oh, like I, I'm from like the front desk in Mount Hood or whatever." She was like, "Um, they're doing your room right now. I am so so sorry that they didn't have it ready and all this other stuff." I was like, "Holy crap! Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna tell Kirk. Relax. Like it's all right." And uh, I go back in there, and then she, like, gets up from her desk. She, like, shakes her hands and everything. She's like, oh, like, is there anything else I can do for you? Like, your place is ready. Here's the keys. Here's everything. And I was like, no, like, it's all good. Like, we're, we're fine now. So we go to the penthouse, and, like, we're just treated like kings, like, this entire time. Penthouse, like, seven bedrooms, four full baths. Like, it was awesome. Um, that was just awesome. But, uh, like, the, par- the adventure park was cool, too, like. It's a big ski place, but the summertime was awesome. Like, they had bungee jumping, zip lines, go-karts, batting cages. Like, it was, it was just, like, honestly, like, a really, really fun thing to do. Like, I, I genuinely had a good time, and, like, I'm older. Like, I'm older than the people that should be enjoying that, if that made sense. But, um, yeah, Mount Hood, if you haven't gone there, go there. Night skiing, dope thing, like... It, the ski is open, like, you can ski until, like, 11, 11.30 at night. Opens at 7 in the morning. Like, seriously awesome skiing. Like, go there if you haven't been there. Um, yeah, so then from Mount Hood, we drive to uh, Canada. Jesus Christ. We drive to Vancouver. God, I hate Canada so much. I don't know why anyone would want to live there. But Jesus Christ, it's the literal backwater. Like, it, it's the scum of the earth. I'm sorry, anyone who lives in Canada, but I hate you. Um... Yeah, we were uh, we were staying in a hostel, and uh, we didn't want to spend money, so we, we shared a twin bed in a hostel. Not even allowed. Like, they didn't even know we did that. We only had one room key. I was the only one that checked in. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, it was literally, we were sharing a twin bed in a room with three other random people. And uh, it, it was funny because it was a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and they had to get two beds because they tried checking in together on one bed, and they wouldn't let them do that. So... I'm sure everyone thought we were gay. But we woke up the morning after and we were like, guys, we're not gay, by the way. Just thought I should let you know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that the first night, we um, all of my shit just fell down onto the bed below. I feel so bad for, like, the young German dude or whoever it was below me. Because I was like, dude, my phone probably, like, fell on your face. And I'm sorry. And, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, like, I don't really care. Um, but also, uh, Vancouver is, like, kind of cool. Like, cool parks really cool bars like really cool party place but i spent so much money on alcohol there i probably spent like a hundred day hundred dollars a night like on alcohol easy and food hundred dollars a night on alcohol and food combined but uh yeah it was cool it was cool it was awesome but uh then we had a 12-hour drive to calgary now we didn't have service for like 12 hours so we had to memorize the way there 
which is yeah, it was pretty ballsy, but we did it, and uh, it, it was boring. Like the the drive was boring, but it was cool because we went through Banff National Park in Canada. Awesome, like awesome place. But um, you know, we got to Calgary, we drank a little bit more, but then like the next day we woke up and we tried to go into the park. We bought beer and everything so we could like go for a hike, get on top of the hike, drink some beer. Like we were excited for that. But uh, it was, like, a two-hour line to get into Banff. And we are like, no, like, even if we get in, there's no way we'll find parking. So we just gave up, and we just turned around and drove home. And we are like, oh, you know, like, we, we still had on the way in. Like, we still the whole park. So, I mean, uh, it's all right. But it just – it allowed us to get out of freaking Canada faster. God, I hate Canada. I was so happy to leave. Um. Yeah, then we went to my favorite place, Montana. We went to Glacier National Park, and uh, we stayed in Kalispell. But um, awesome place. Awesome, awesome, awesome place, even in the summer. We, uh, we did this little – we did a really hard hike to um, a firewatch tower. Like, seriously difficult. But, uh, yeah, we got to the firewatch tower. We wrote our names in the book. So, um, like, if you guys ever go to um, – like, if you guys ever go to Glacier National Park, do the Firewatch hike, the Firewatch Tower hike, and go look through the book on July 15th, 2019. Y'all will see our names there. Like, like that would be cool if that ever happens. Like, you send that shit to me. Like, that would be so cool. God, I would love that. But uh, seriously, like, it's such a cool place. I can't even imagine what it would be like in the winter. Like, it's probably so much snow, but probably so beautiful. If I ever get some balls, like, I might do some winter hiking there, but I, I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm badass enough to do that. But, uh, yeah. So then next day, we drove straight from Kalispell, Montana to Georgia. In one drive. Nonstop 32 hours. God, that sucked. The last four hours, like, I, I literally never wanted to leave anything more than my car at that point. But uh, I drove, like, 17 hours. Like, I drove the first 17 hours. I fell asleep. James drove, like, the next six or seven, whatever, and then I drove the rest. Like... Oh, it was so bad. But, uh, yeah, just... Huh, can't even describe how bad that drive was. But, um, yeah, honestly, like, I, I was kind of thinking about, like, making a little blog for, like, these pictures or whatever. And, um, I mean, obviously, if you're, like, a friend of mine that's listening to this, you can just text me. And I I had pictures of every place we went to. It cool pictures. But uh, you can always just text me and I'll send them to you. But uh, if random people, like, ever somehow find this and listen to this like you know like i don't know if you can leave comments on wherever i'm gonna put this but just know i i may eventually put out a website for my pictures but i don't like the internet and that might leave too big of a footprint so we'll see about that one um but yeah honestly that that was our like great american road trip you know and um like really the only thing that made it as good as it was was James. Like, uh, we just had such cool conversations, and we were both straight vibing the whole time. We had no issues together, even though we were, like, cooped up in a car. Like, it, it was all, it was honestly a cool thing. Like, we seriously had no issues, and uh, I just couldn't have thought of a better trip to have before my own, my, before I go off to college. But, um, yeah, I... Like, that was basically my whole summer. After that, I went back to work or I just chilled out and saw friends before they went off to college and just did whatever. But, um, 
you know, like, I, I seriously think before people, like, you know, everyone wants to travel the world, but before you travel the world, travel our country. Travel your country. I don't, I don't know where you guys are, but, like, it's a beautiful place out there. Like, especially the United States. There's so much things that you can see in the United States that just isn't anywhere else. I mean, yeah, like, you got the Alps and you got, like, cool places in Europe and stuff, but, like, the nature of the United States is beautiful. Like, go out and see it, please. Do a road trip with your friends at some point in your life. So worth it. Maybe maybe rent an RV if you can. Don't do it in a little Kia. <laughs> a little Kia sedan. That probably would not be fun. But, um, you know, I mean, that that basically sums up my summer. It was, it was honestly an enthralling summer. I really have no regrets except for the fact that it kind of got addicted to cigars and still smoked them. But, I mean, you know, there's nothing quite like sitting on a back porch just staring out and with a glass of whiskey, smoking a cigar and just, you know, really thinking about life and thinking about whatever you need to think about. And uh, I don't know if you smoke weed, smoke cigs, like whatever you do, just make sure you guys take some time for yourself and and reflect about your life and, and think about life and just... Make sure you're make sure you're on the path that you want to be on, and just really, really enjoy life. That's if there's one thing that you get from any of these podcasts is to enjoy life. I mean, that I I genuinely try my hardest to enjoy life to the best of my ability. I mean, money money really is just a catalyst for you to have fun. Make sure you pay what you need to pay, but make sure you're financially stable and just. Have fun in life. That that is you really are here for only a short amount of time. And I, I feel like people our age, younger kids in college, they don't they don't understand that. They're so focused on college, not focused on having fun. You like go out, have fun, do do what you gotta do, but just make sure especially you take some time for yourself. And really just just vibe with yourself. If you're not happy with yourself, you can't be happy in life. Just make sure that you love yourself. But, um, you know, I mean, that's it. I, I just thought that this was an easy, lighthearted thing to start out with. And um, before we get into some deeper stuff that I kind of just touched on. But, um, you know, thanks for listening. And um, Jakey equals out. <laughs>